Hello to all you doinks out there, and welcome back to week four of our Double Doink Sports Podcast, where we're going to come over and recap your NFL Week 6, forecast your NFL Week 7, talk some MLB playoffs, talk a little bit about the beginning of the NHL season. And I'm finally going to talk about soccer. Some Premier League this week. Yay! I haven't talked about soccer, and I said that was going to be one of our main topics, and what have I done? I haven't mentioned it, because I keep forgetting it. But soccer's been... Quite interesting when you talk about the international circuit right now. Yeah, the international circuit and the premiership yeah. has been on its head lately. Yeah, but everything's tight. When you talk about oh, all yeah. the big leagues, everybody's tight oh, right yeah. now. So, Yeah, we're going to talk about premiership and Bundesliga yeah, because Bundesliga. my English league and his German league. Got, so, Got to represent, my friends. So we're going to start with the NFL. Yes, and start with Thursday Night Football last week in which the uh, NFL's best team right now, New England Patriots. New England Patriots, which... Did- it irks me to say. I know. But they are the best team in the NFL yeah, right now. They just tore apart the Giants, 35-14. Um, <coughs> big things that came out of this. Patriots have two more defensive scores in uh-huh. this game. And, and, and a and fourth fumble, right? Well, no. Defensive scores. Just scores in period. They scored two more times in this game, giving them five on the year. They scored five touchdowns on defense, okay? And then they forced a total of four more turnovers, giving them 16 on the year. That's ridiculous. It's crazy, dude. They are putting up unbelievable numbers on defense. And how about this? This defense is only giving up eight points per game. Okay? Eight points per game. Three scores against this defense weren't even against this defense. These scores the were against offense. the offense on returns from interceptions and fumbles. Yeah. Okay? This defense is all time right now. <clears throat> this defense is playing all world. Yeah. There isn't a player on this defense who you could say is a truly all pro caliber player outside of Stefan Gilmore because he wasn't all pro last year. Yeah. But you put all the right pieces together in the machine, you put the mastermind of Bill Belichick behind it, and this is what you're getting. Now, don't get me wrong, they have a cupcake schedule. They have played yeah, they have... nobody. The only winning team they've played has been the Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills and yeah. that game came down to the wire. Everybody else, the Giants, the Redskins, the Dolphins, the Steelers, they've all been hot garbage this year. Yeah. And I can't wait until they start playing some real teams. Exactly. I mean, And their biggest game of the year, in my opinion, which I'm not tooting my own horn here, but coming off the bye week, going into week 11, they play Philadelphia in Philadelphia. No, that is a huge game. Yeah. You're right. That is a big game. And even though even though the Eagles are only 3-3 three and three right now, they're still one of the best teams in the league, start top to bottom. Uh, I said one of the best. Yeah, well, I'm going to I'm gonna have to unfortunately disagree with you, and we will get to that in a little okay. bit. Okay, my friend? Um, But like I was saying, that offense for New England is just a little out of sync right now. Yeah. You never see Brady making those kinds of mistakes, and I think a lot of it has to do with um, the wide receiving core being kind of all over the place. He yeah. doesn't have his safety blanket in Gronkowski anymore. Yeah. Um, Edelman's not 100%. Josh Gordon's not 100%. I don't um, even know if they – do they still have Hogan? Um, I believe they still have Hogan. Yeah, and Chris no, Hogan hasn't they, got a ton of ta- uh, targets. If, if they do, I haven't seen them on the stat sheet. Yeah, exactly. So, that's just been one of those things with the Patriots. The defense is carrying them. And this is a yeah. this is an all-time defense, man. All-time yeah. defense. Uh, we go into Sunday. Uh, first game we're going to talk about is the London game. Carolina Panthers go over the Buccaneers 37-26. We keep talking about revenge games this year. You know, we've had the Indomitian Sioux revenge game against, against the LA. LA Rams and, you know, the Khalil Mack revenge game, which really wasn't a revenge game because he didn't do anything. 
Gerald McCoy was let go by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. Let go. First round pick. Guy's been been missed to do everything for this team, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, was let go. Yeah. Picked up by the Panthers. What does he do this week? Two and a half sacks. Two and a half sacks. Just tears apart the Panthers. Single-handedly made No, them... he tears apart the box. Oh, the box. I'm sorry. Single-handedly made them regret that decision by himself. Um, Another big thing is Christian McCaffrey, man. Offensive player of the year. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. my God. He very, very doing, good shout for old boy this year. everything. He leads the NFL in all-purpose yard and total TDs. Okay? Didn't have a big all-purpose yard game, but... Dude, the move he put on Tampa Bay to score his first touchdown in that game, he okey-doked everybody on that defense. Mm-hmm. Made them all look dumb. Um, we didn't know the name of the quarterback last week, so shout out to Kyle Allen, the quarterback of the uh, Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Mr. 4-0 mm-hmm. since he took over for Cam Newton. Yeah. And he is 5-0 and in his career when he's starting for the Panthers. He has nine touchdowns in his career with zero interceptions as wow. a starting quarterback. Wow. Okay? The kid is doing... Everything. Yeah. You know who's not doing everything? Jameis Winston. Winston. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I talked him up a couple of weeks ago because he has a good game against the Rams. What's he do this week? Six turnovers. What? What a garbage first round pick that turns out to be. He's number one overall, man. Number one overall. He's never matured into anything. And a lot of it has to do with he's never been in a consistent system since he came into the NFL. You know, he had one head coach and then another head coach and then an offensive coordinator, another offensive coordinator. The kid's got talent. The kid's got just raw ability. But, I mean, six turnovers in a game, you, you, you put your team behind the eight ball. You only lost by 11 points. Yeah. Two of those turn into scoring drives. It's a different game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not setting up Panthers with short fields. You're not giving them a chance to score. You're putting your team in an opportunity to score. Yeah. It changes the outcome of the game. Yep. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, another loss, 17 points Keep versus the Ravens. Up. Yeah, Ravens win 23-17. Lamar Jackson's Mr. Do-It-All. Oh, yeah. He's had such a phenomenal year. Um, I mean, he went 21 for 33 with 236 in the air and then ran for 152 yards and a yeah. touchdown. Unbelievable. Um, but this Ravens offense has been very quietly the number one offense in the NFL. Lamar Jackson reminds me a lot of, like, a Cam Newton. He does. Reminds me a lot of a Cam Newton. Um, like a quarterback that runs and is not afraid to run. No, but the problem is is someone's going to hit him, <coughs> and then all of a sudden you're not going to have that dynamic running quarterback anymore. Yeah. You're going to have this guy who's skittish. Um, Ravens have quietly had the number one offense in the NFL. They're averaging over 200 yards a game running. I mean, obviously with this guy in your backfield. And having um, um, God, the guy who used to um, – Ingram, who used to be on um, – Mark Ingram. Yeah, from um, Saints. New Orleans. Yeah. You know, you're going to have a good running game. But they've put up 450 yards per game as an offense this year. So that's been very impressive because Baltimore's always been known as a defensive team. You know, whenever I think of Baltimore, I think of Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs and Ed Reed. The Dirty Birds. Yeah. No, Dirty Birds were um, the Atlanta Falcons, man. This oh. is just These are just bruisers, <laughs> not the Dirty Birds, man. They just dominated everybody on defense. I mean, it it's good – that they're changing their identity because they have to kind of almost assist the defense a little bit now. And how they doing it? Long drives. Yeah. Running the ball. Draining yeah. the clock. My question to you, though, and also to the Doinks out there, is uh, the Bengals this week are going to be coming up against the Jaguars. If they don't win that game, the only opportunity for them to get a win is going to be Week 13 versus the Jets. 
Are the Bengals officially the worst team in the NFL? No. Okay. Miami is worse. Okay. I think Miami has a chance to go 0-16 this year. Well, we'll find out because don't don't you worry. I looked over Miami's schedule, and we have something very interesting we can talk about on that side. Oh, do we now? Yes, we do. All righty. Seattle Seahawks, 32. Cleveland Browns, 28. Baker Mayfield threw three more interceptions in this game. You, you cannot make those types of mistakes. If if, if you're if if everyone in Cleveland expects Bake to be this this huge name and the one to save Cleveland to make them not a one in thirty one team. The LeBron James of their team. Yes. And you're throwing three ints in a, in a game. Come on, dude. It's it's bad. But you know what's even worse is the challenge <coughs> at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Why throw that challenge flag? Why? There was no need. He, Whoever was talking to Freddie Kitchens in his ear should be fired. Uh, first, you lost the challenge, which cost you a timeout. On the play that they decided to throw the challenge flag, Chubb had an open lane to the end zone. He was going to walk in. What happens? They lose a challenge. They lose a timeout. Nick Chubb is tackled three yards behind the line on mm-hmm. fourth down, on fourth and goal. Changed the complete Turns complexion out. of this game. Yeah. Complete complexion. Because I game. think they were winning at that point. They were winning. Dude, they were up 21-6 at one point in this game. They were dominating this game. But NFL MVP, Russell Wilson, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> has three fourth quarter winning drives in, in, the, in, this, in this young season already. Has 14 touchdowns, zero interceptions. The guy's doing is Mr. Again, we were talking about Lamar Jackson being Mr. Everything. Russell Wilson, Mr. Everything. Mr. Everything for Seattle. Yeah. Without them, they are not five and one. Yeah, they're a, they're a two and two and four team. Yeah, and with his his receiving core, specifically Tyler Lockett, no, always being always being there. Yeah, he's 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 able. To, he has a safe haven when he's trying to throw the ball. He knows yeah. he can go to Tyler Lockett. So, Saints Jaguars thirteen to six. Big game. Oh yeah, uh, his big Minsh- scoring game is uh, Minshew's mustache magic finally worn off. I don't think yet. Uh, we need another week. Yeah. Come on. That mustache is good for at least a couple more wins. Is Foles out for the season? Uh, He's on IR, but IR always has a designation of returning now, so he's not technically out for the season yet, so they could still designate him to come back. Okay. People who were very busy in this game were the kickers and the punters. 11 punts. Wow. Four field goals. Dude, sore legs. Those guys deserve their ice bath. Um, but if we're looking at the NFC South as it stands, Teddy Bridgewater, who's now 4-0, replaced our uh, incumbent Hall of Famer, Drew Brees, mm-hmm. and Kyle Allen, who's 4-0, replaced Cam Newton. You have two guys who are 8-0 who have replaced two MVPs in this league. Mm-hmm. Good coaching can help when you are minimized by your quarterback. Yeah. And Kyle Allen's proven, and Teddy Bridgewater are proven, that they're not minimalistic quarterbacks. They're I, able to drive their team to make, make plays when they need it. I remember early in the season, I was saying that, could this season be turned on its head due to quarterbacks? Oh, I've been proven wrong because Teddy Bridgewater and Kyle Allen have put in the work. Oh, they have. Dude, they more than put in the work. They've kept their teams relevant. Yeah. Relevant. And, and both of those teams are most certainly in the hunt in the NFC South and in the wild card at this point. Yeah. Real shocker here. The Houston Texans beat, beat the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs for the second week in a row. 
They've lost a loss at Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Oh my god, that doesn't happen. No, often. it doesn't. The it, last major loss they took at Arrowhead was in the AFC Championship game last year when they lost to New England. Yeah, so that means that they've lost three of their last five at Arrowhead. Yeah. Home field advantage over there is not what it used to be. No, big, not at all. Big thing in this game, though, is how the the Texans controlled the clock. Dude, they ran 83 plays. 83 plays versus Kansas City's 47. And, yeah, Kansas City was just all quick strikes. You know, Tyreek Hill on a big play. Um, Mahomes finding someone else down the field for a big play. But, man, all Houston did was grind and grind and grind and grind and just wear down that defense. And, essentially, that's what happened. Now, this game was a highlight because of the fact that it was the battle of 2017 first-round quarterbacks. Mahomes and Watson were both taken yep. 10 and 12. Who's number? Who's the quarterback taken before them? In 2017? In 2017. There was a quarterback taken before them. Um, don't tell me it was Bake. No. Nope. Bake was 18. Yep, Bake was 18. Who was 2017? I'll leave that up to you, Dunks, because I don't want to spoil it. So, anybody... is it is he is he currently a quarterback in the? He's currently a quarterback in the NFL. I'm trying to I'm trying to run through the entire list. Well, how's this? We'll jump ahead to the Redskins, and if you can come up with it before the end of the show, it's not Kirk Cousins, is it? It's not Kirk Cousins. No, okay. no. Well, we'll leave it out there for the Doinks. Let's see if anybody else gets it. It's a pretty easy answer. See, I'm 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 bad with my NFL knowledge. Okay. Game of the week. Yes. Washington Redskins the Tank Bowl. and the Miami Dolphins. This game was not boring when you got to the fourth quarter because Miami stormed back. They were like, no, we must win this game. We're at home. And then they fail on a two-point conversion to end the game. Ugh. That sucks. What a way to just have your heart ripped out at yeah. home. Yeah. Unbelievable. So... Remember how you were saying the Dolphins are the worst team in the NFL? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to run down their schedule for you. When will they get their first win? Week 7 at the Bills. No. Week 8 at the Steelers. No. Week 9 versus the Jets. Chance, but no. Week 10 at the Colts. Hell no. Week 11 versus the Bills. Not a chance. Week 12 at the Browns. Possible. Week 13 versus the Eagles. Joke. Week 14 at the Jets. Possible. Week 15 at the Giants. Not a chance. Week 16 at home versus the Bengals. Possible. Or week 17 at the Patriots. Possible. So, because. So I'm I, I'm already crossing off anything in the Northeast. <laughs> anything in the Northeast. Yeah. Between not, the NFC and the AFC. Yeah. They're not going to win anything in New York. They're not going to win anything in Pittsburgh. They're not going to win anything in Cleveland. You they're not going to win any. They don't nope. play Pittsburgh. No, they play the Steelers. Week oh, they eight. do? Yes. Oh, they do. Okay. Okay. So they're not going to win anything in New York, anything in Pennsylvania, anything in in Ohio, anything in New England. All those games are what they are. Okay? Having the Jets down in Miami in week nine, that's a possibility. Definitely having the Bengals down at week 16. But I think that game's going to be for the number one overall pick. I think both those teams are going to come into that game with one win. Miami versus Cincy? But one, Very, yeah, that's a good chance. I'll tell you something right now. That's around late in the winter. Yeah. I'm unfortunately not going to be here because I'll be in Germany. But you should look at flights to go down to Miami and see how inexpensive these tickets are to get out of here. 
and yeah. enjoy some nice warm weather for I might, holidays. I might consider it. You know what I mean? I might consider it depending on when the game actually happens. Yeah, week 16. So I don't think they get a win. Um, I think they get a win week nine at home versus the Jets. Okay. That, that's when I think they get their win. Um, and then I think they get their second win against the Bengals. Okay, so they go 2-14. and 14. They go 2-14, and 14 and the Bengals go 1-15. and 15. Okay. And the Bengals get the number one overall pick. Okay. And they need it. Yeah, they do. Because they need a quarterback. Yeah, they really do. Because, unfortunately, Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, isn't doing what he's supposed yeah. to. Heartbreaker <sighs> for you, man. Heartbreaker for you and me because somebody shut me up in this game. Kirk Cousins went off. Vikings 38, Eagles 20. Kirk Cousins had four touchdowns. Three, three of them to Diggs. Steph Diggs, man. And this was after a week when Thielen went off in another game. Um... Man, Cousins shut me up because I thought the Eagles were for real. I really did. I thought that they were this team who was going to come in there and go into Minnesota and show their muscle and knock the knock the uh, the Vikings off. I thought the defense was going to play a lot better than they do because the the defense are the are the, are the Mad Dogs. Yeah, because they they got the underdog name in 2018, 20, 2018 Yeah. <laughs> And I thought they'd be the Mad Dogs, the Mad Dog defense, but they just they didn't show up. No, and it's weird because this team, again, I'm, I'm not picking on the Eagles. I just no, went, no, no. I, I, I'm trust me. I am, I'm upset and I'm ashamed to call myself an Eagles fan after that performance. I'm just looking at like categories, and it kind of just tells the story of who the Philadelphia Eagles are this year, right? Remember how we were telling early in the season how the NFC e- or the AFC East is the weakest division? It's, it's the it's NFC, NFC East. East. Dude. The East sucks. Oh, my God. Except for a one, m- maybe two standout teams between New England and Buffalo, they're, six out of the eight teams are not performing this year. No, they're not. And the Eagles are very lucky to be in the East because basically <laughs> the division's going to be decided next week. Yes. It is. But it's weird. The Eagles are in the bottom third in the NFL, okay, in scoring defense, in field goal conversion percentage, passing touchdowns given up, which shocked me. I did not think they had given up as many touchdown passes as they did. And their special teams is awful, giving up a yeah. ton of kick return yards. But then, on the flip side, they're in the top third for the amount of times they're putting pressure on the quarterback and hitting the quarterback. They're just not getting there for sacks. Mm-hmm. And inter- interception percentage on, de- on defense. So they're inter- intercepting yeah, we pick a, off a, lot. a lot of balls. But it's just... We don't do anything with it. No. and then We pick them off, and then we go for and out, and that's it. Everywhere else on this team, they're in the middle of the pack. Rushing yards, middle of the pack. Passing yards, middle of the pack. Total offense, middle of the pack. Total defense, middle of the pack. There's no identity on this team. You look at the Eagles, like you were saying, they were this mad dog defense when they had Michael Bennett on the defense and Fletcher Cox on the defense. and Kyle Long. Kyle Long on the defense. No. Chris Long. Chris Long on the defense. Chris Long. They they were these mad dogs who were just going after everybody and And, hitting um, everybody. Why am I blanking on Fletcher Cox. I said Fletcher Cox, yeah. But it's just one of these things where... They don't have an identity. There's no identity on offense. They seem like they're a little too loosey-goosey on offense, in my opinion. They think that they got Carson Wentz back that they should be fine. No, yeah. they need to like actually buckle down. No, they be it. Corey Clement just came back. I'm pretty sure Jeffries is still injured. Nope, Jeffries is back. Jeffries is back. Deshaun Jackson's still out. He had his 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 go off game against Washington. It's just and after that game, he'd been injured and he hasn't been back. Once we get him back, I think we're going to be a little bit safer in the in the receiving game. And once we can get our full receiving core and our running core back, then I think we'll start putting some points up. But until then, 
man, this next game, this game against Dallas this week, huge, is absolutely huge. This game and then the game weeks fourteen, when we have Dallas at home. Well, the way I look at it, right, loser of this game is three and four. Yeah. Okay. They're definitely on the outside of the wild card at that point. Mm-hmm. Then they're lost behind the team that they just lost to for the division. Mm-hmm. Winner, someone has to come out of this game, and whoever comes out of this game with the win has really got an advantage going the rest of the season. Yeah. Because you still get Washington, you still get the Giants a few more times. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken. And, and again, you, you, get the, you get the Dolphins, you get the Jets. Yeah, but if, if I look at it right now, our next five games are friggin' tough because we play Dallas, Chicago, uh, Dallas Buffalo, then we're at home against Chicago, at home against New England, at home against Seattle. Yeah. And then we have five, hopefully, fingers crossed, shooting wins. One against Miami, two against the Giants, one against the Skins, and then one at home against the, the Cowboys. Yeah. So we have five tough and five easy in a row. Can't finish the season eight and eight. No, we can't. You're not gonna win the division that way. No. So we need to be ten and six. We need to be eleven and five. Ten and six. Ten and six wins the division this year. Ten, well, yes, ten and six wins the division. But if we really want to give our put ourselves out there as like we are still the threat, we need to be eleven and five. It's gonna be tough to get there. Yeah. I, oh, trust me. It's I be know. Very tough to get because there. those last five. If we can win those last five, that's our eight. The games we really need to win, we need to win against New England. We need to win against Buffalo. We need to win against Seattle. Because Seattle's a huge threat in the NFC. Oh, they, they are. Buffalo is a huge threat anyway. And you don't want to go and to New Seattle. And New England is the biggest threat. You don't want to go to Seattle exactly. in the playoffs. You don't. Yeah. You don't. Chicago, that's going to be a fun game. That's going to be a tough game. But I think we can't afford to lose that game. Okay. And we can afford to lose the game against Dallas. Which one? The second one or the first one? The second one. Okay, you can't afford to lose the first no, one. No, we need to win this one. Yeah. You hope to have the division ra- wrapped up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, <coughs> now that my tirade's done. Swiss cheese. Yeah. That is what I am officially labeling the Atlanta Falcons defense. They are Swiss cheese. Because there are so many holes. Oh, my God. I want anyone to go back and watch the highlights on this game. There were people running 20 yards free for the Cardinals. I could have hit these guys. In the flat with nobody covering them. Oh, yeah. No idea what is going on with that defense. And then if there was no one open, you could have ran right through the pack and been it fine. It was unreal, man. Unreal. Kyler Murray gets his second win in a row, which is really nice. Yeah. But the problem is is Atlanta's wasting Matt Ryan. Wasting Matt Ryan. They're wasting the entire offense. Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, DeFonte Freeman. Yes, they're wasting the whole offense, but Matt Ryan. Went 30 for 36. He had six incompletions in this game. Four touchdowns and 356 yards. Dude, <coughs> wasting Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is the leading passer in the NFL right now. Number one in yards. It, yeah. it is such a waste at how bad this defense is. This defense is arguably one of the worst defenses in NFL history. Yeah, and what did the Cardinals go last year? Was it like one in fifteen, two and fourteen, or three and fifteen? They had the number one pick. They yeah, got they Kyler had, Murray. Yeah, they picked Kyler Murray. They're already two, two, three and one. Yeah, they have already have two wins this year. Yeah, they already have almost the same amount of wins this year than they did last, dude. 
And one of them, so the one win that Atlanta has is against Philadelphia in a game they shouldn't have won. I'm assuming Dave forgot this. I completely forgot the Julio Jones catch where he turned it up field. Oh, my God. But, again, it was the offense that won that game. Yes. It was the offense that won because that game. Because they won by three points. Yeah. Because aside from this past week where we lost by 18, we lost to – no, we lost by four points because it was 24-20 against the Falcons and 27-24 against the Lions. Two games where we lost by less than a touchdown until we got smoked – yeah. At home, which I'm pretty sure I said last week it was going to be a tough game. Yeah, Minnesota. We got smoked in Minnesota. Yeah. Which, understandably, it's in Minnesota. Minnesota's always tough, no matter who the quarterback is. At home. Okay. Well, I'm not done with my Falcons tirade. Yeah, keep going. These guys I'm, are, I'm just going to shut up and let you go. These guys are awful. All right? Stupid. Okay? We talk about Randy Orton and this stupid thing all the time when we talk WWE. All right. How do you get a... Fair catch interference penalty on a punt at the end of the game. So this way that you can set up the Cardinals to drive down the field. And then we've been talking about kickers all season. Matt Bryant is usually a pretty reliable kicker in the NFL. Shanks the extra point at the end of the game. And that's how the, how the Falcons lost. But I was talking about how they're an all-time bad defense. Do you know that teams are scoring points on more than half their drives against the Falcons? <laughs> That's funny. You have a one in two chance of scoring points against the Falcons when you get on the field. That's funny. That is That's really funny. That's bad. It's sad. It's it's sad to see that this team that made it to the Super Bowl They've never years been ago, the same. They haven't been the same after the twenty eight to three. Never been the same, man. They have been Swiss cheese since then. Okay. League average is one in three. Usually score once every three times. Three drives. Yep. 34.8%, okay? The Patriots lead the NFL right now. 6.3%. That's ungodly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's less than... That's 1 in 12, I think is what that is. No. It's close to 1 in 20. Yeah, it's close to 1 in 20. I'm sorry. My math was way off there. Close to 1 in 20. They're giving up points in only 1 of 20 drives, the Patriots. That's insanity. And the Falcons are giving it up 1 every 2. Can you imagine if the Patriots played the Falcons? Jesus. It'd, it'd be another 50-burger. Oh, my God. Well, uh, I I, I want to look at the schedule for next week because I have a funny <laughs> feeling a 50-burger is getting put up. Um, 49ers remain undefeated. Yes. 20-7 over the Rams. We will bow down to you, Matt. Matt. I said that the Ra- I said that the Rams were going to win because they were at home. I picked the 49ers, man. You picked the Niners, yeah. yeah. But I said that the, the Rams were going to win because they were at home. And I was wrong. They only put up one touchdown. Dude, this defense is scary good. Oh, my God, scary. it's scary. 157 total yards of offense, man. That's all they gave up. They only gave up 48 yards through the air. That's incredible. Um, The Rams are no good without Gurley, though. No, they're it's, not. It just shows. It yeah. just shows. They can't do anything without Gurley. Um, the defense is good enough to carry him, in my opinion, as far as the 49ers are concerned. Yeah. That defense is good enough to carry him. And... um. Where where will carry him? I don't know. Which I, I Matt and I were talking about this. Johnny, uh, he was saying that uh, Jimmy G, is is still trying to get his feet underneath him. Mm-hmm. But the defense is what's carrying them. Oh, all, all day. Yeah, all day. They got the better Bosa brother. Yeah, Nick's better than Joey. Um, they're flying all over the place. As much as I dogged Richard Sherman for what he did, he's helped turn the the Niners the passing yeah. defense on the Niners around completely. Yeah. So, um. 
Another shocker was um Denver, two in a row for them now. Yeah. Shutting out the Titans. Yeah, that Ma- that doesn't happen nowadays. In you don't football. get a lot of shutouts. No. Marcus Mariota, man, got benched, sat down, and he's been benched for the next game as well. He's done. He's done in Tennessee. Would you take a flyer on t- Marcus Mariota? I wouldn't. You wouldn't. Okay. It's funny because looking at comparables, he compares to Jim Carrey, a uh, Jim Kelly. Fran Tarkenton and Ben Roethlisberger so far through four years in his career. <laughs> he then also compares to Ryan Tannehill, Jameis Winston, and Andy Dalton. Like, which Mariota are you going to get? Because him and Winston came out of the same draft. They were drafted 1-2. So, I liked Marcus Mariota when he first came out of the draft. But he's he's proven himself that he's a 50-50 quarterback. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, where he's good sometimes... And bad the others. But I wouldn't take a chance on him. Okay. Because 50-50 is an 8-8 eight eight quarterback. Is an 8-8 eight eight quarterback. Exactly. And 8-8 eight and eight barely can enough. win you a division, it, it let alone... can't get you a wild card. It, yeah. It's not going to get you anything. You're not going to get in the playoffs with 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. You're not. That's why it was funny when I was looking at those comparables and they were talking about Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly was an all-world quarterback. It doesn't make any sense to me that he would be even compared to Jim Kelly. It was nice to see Fangio's D show up, though. Seven yeah. sacks. <sighs> Seven sacks. And they pitched the shutout, which was really nice. Yep. Surprise of the week. Yeah. I'll let you go on this one because I, it was nice to see the Cowboys lose. Oh, it tastes so good. So, not not just being an Eagles fan, I like seeing the Cowboys struggle. But just the Cowboys, Cowboys fans, in my opinion... <clears throat> Everyone talks about how Patriots fans are the most toxic. That's bull. It is Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans love to say, oh, we're the best. We got Zeke. We got Dak. We are America's team. Well, you just got beat by the friggin' New York Jets. Who hadn't won a game yet this year. Who hadn't won a game, and you won. You lost 24-22. And what happened to Dak Prescott? The, The... He's losing his spark. And did you notice that when when the Cowboys run off the field, that when, him when the coaches him. had the hands out to to high-five, two people are the only people that gave him high-fives. Everyone else just walked back. Yep. So they're getting sick of their coaching staff, which is going to continue the snowball effect. So if we can win, if Philadelphia can beat Dallas this week, Dallas is done. Oh, yeah. Dallas is done for the year, in my opinion. Yeah, but if we lose this week, there's still a slight chance because if Dallas can continue to lose like this, and we can start winning, we can flip flop that spot. Okay. I just found something very interesting online. It was uh, pointed out to me by uh, my buddy Brian Cavallo. Um, so since 1991, there have been 91 teams. <clears throat> in which the team in one game has won time of possession, had more total yards, won the turnover differential, got 25 first downs, and converted 10 or more third downs in a game. 90 of those teams won their said game. The only team to have lost that game was this Dallas Cowboys team. Wow. 
It's it's just wow. It is just emblematic of who these Cowboys are. <laughs> Sunday night football, Steelers and Chargers. Dude, I thought LA had this game bought. Dude, the terrible towels were out in force in LA. There's no home field advantage at that stadium whatsoever. No. None whatsoever. The Chargers did not want to be in that stadium. They did not want to move from San Diego. But unfortunately, money. things happen. Money money is money. And the Chargers are in L.A. with no home field advantage whatsoever. Um, Steelers win 24-17. And, you know, Phillip Rivers did his best Phillip Rivers impression, man. Best Phillip Rivers impression. He starts the game with stupid mistakes, throwing yep. a backwards pass that turns into a fumble return for a touchdown. Yeah, that was dumb. Then on the next drive, he throws a pick that sets up for more points for Pittsburgh. Then he storms back in the fourth quarter. Three scoring drives, two touchdown passes. Yeah, Phillip Rivers, the one that we all, you know, say he's a I have a, a Phillip Rivers jersey over a, in my laundry room. He's a, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Everyone talks about him being the best quarterback without a ring besides Dan Marino, right? Then how does he end the he game? He throws a pick. He throws a pick. I mean, Philip Rivers is Philip Rivers. Yes, he is. It, it is. It is just crazy to watch. Um, Monday Night Football. I cannot believe the Packers came back to win this game. I cannot believe that the Detroit Lions. They had this game won. After I talk them up last week, they go out for three and a half quarters and prove me. Right. And then guess what happens? Midnight struck. Oh, guess what? September becomes October and the Lions fall apart. Yeah. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable, dude. They won everything. They won everything in this match. They won the turnover battle. Three to nothing. (coughs) They held Rodgers in check this whole game. Dude, they were winning at one point. One point in this game. They were they were up huge, and what do they do? They blow golden opportunities, blow them, blow them completely. They settled for field goals instead of being aggressive and trying to score. You get a fumble recovery at the Green Bay twenty-five after a muffed punt. Okay, you go three and out and kick a field goal. Oh, we pick Rogers off in the red zone. We run it back all the way to the Green Bay forty-three. We go three and out and kick a field goal. Rodgers is going to make you pay when you don't put it in the end zone. Yep. And that is That's what Rodgers has been known for forever. Dude. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I cannot believe that they lost that game. So I'm going to point this out right now. I noticed that Dave has less hair this week than he did last week, and it's because he was pulling his hair out at that game. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not a Lions. I'm a Bears fan. I'm supposed to hate the Lions. I talked them up last week so highly because I saw this as their coming out party. And for three and a half quarters, they were doing it. Lions coming out party. My God, you had your foot on Aaron Rodgers' throat. You could have ended, you could have not ended the Packers season, but you could have staked your claim as the best team in that division. You know what you are now? You're in fourth. And that's where you're going to sit for the rest of the season, Detroit. That's where you're going to sit. Yep. Um, before, it's going to be a jockey between a jockey for position between Chicago, uh, Minnesota, and Green Bay. Yeah, they're just going to keep moving up and down, up and down, depending on what happens. I mean, yeah, there's there's no cupcake schedule. There's no cupcake games. No, in this you division. guys have tough schedules. It it is what it is. But Detroit, man, you could have staked your claim because the division. East plays the North this year. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, I did have one note I wanted to touch on before we get to Week 7, and it's going over the 2018 playoff teams. You look through the AFC, you had the Chargers, the Colts, the Pats, the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Texans. In the NFC, you had the Bears, the Eagles, the Saints, the Cowboys, the Seahawks, and the Rams. Who's been the most disappointing team in 2019 that made the playoffs in 2018? I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to give you one for each, for the AFC and the NFC. Okay. For the AFC, I'm going to say the Colts. Disappointing? Without Andrew Luck? Yeah, because I feel like if Andrew Luck was still there, they'd be 5-1. Okay. All right. And who do you have for the NFC? I have the Eagles. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to even put down my own team to say that we should not I'm going to say this right now. We should be a 5 and 1 team. 4 and 2? 4 and 2. We should have lost to Detroit or so Detroit, yeah. Yeah. I told you Detroit's one of the best teams in the NFL. And you caught them early in the year when they're all high and mighty. True. Fair enough. But yeah, we should not have lost to Atlanta. Nope. Honestly, we shouldn't have lost to Minnesota, but at as I said, Minnesota Minnesota's at home, home, it's always tough. Okay. Personally, I don't think we should have lost to Detroit, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we're 3-3, three and three, I saw this happening with the Cowboys. That's why I didn't say the Cowboys. I saw this happening with the Rams. I knew the Rams were going to have that one big year and then start to fall. Be it, they're still 4-2, and two, right? Or they're 3-3. Three 3-3. And three. Three and three. Three and three. I, I saw it coming. But I did not see the Eagles going three and three in the first six. Okay, what do you got? The Chargers are hot garbage. The Chargers are the worst AFC. T- they're the worst out of this group. They're just awful. They they're not doing anything right. I had them winning that division this year. I had them unseating the Chiefs. I didn't even have the Chiefs making the playoffs this year. But unfortunately, Philip Rivers is doing his best. Philip Rivers. It is what it is. And as far as um the NFC is concerned. I'm going to go with the Rams. Okay. Um, That Super Bowl layover is a real thing. They are not playing the way that they were last <laughs> if it's, year. If it's a thing, why the hell are the New England Patriots 6-0? and Because it's not the Super Bowl winner who has a layover. It's the Super Bowl losers who have layovers. Just go back and you look at all the Super Bowls. All the teams well, I mean, Atlanta's still filling theirs. Exactly. But not necessarily. The Patriots are the outlier. Because I was going to say, New the, England lost in 2018, but they won it in 2019. The Patriots are the outlier, man. That is a team that knows how to just... They're the model of consistency in the NFL, man. Okay? Just look it back at almost every Super Bowl loser. You had... I mean, we can go all the way back to the Bills after they won, after they lost their last Super Bowl. I mean, they've never been the same since then. Yeah, true. So, I mean, that's pretty much where I have week six ending for my recap. <laughs> And yeah, s- we're going to do our week seven and then our right week, week eight uh, Thursday game week preview. Week Thursday, yes. So week seven starts Rams-Falcons. Los Angeles yeah. runs away with this yeah, game. Yeah, this is a this is a get-right game for yeah. the Rams offense. They're going to go for 40 points in this game. My uh, draft my draft Kings is loaded with Rams players. Oh, this I week. don't blame you. Loaded. Because they're playing against the Swiss cheese. Cooper Cup, come on. Todd Gurley, get off the bench. Make something happen, damn it. Um, 0-5. Dolphins are facing the uh, Bills, 4-1 in Buffalo. Bills beat the hell out of them. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. You have the worst defense in the NFL versus a top-10 team, both offensively and defensively. This is going to be just god-awful. Yeah. 2-4 Jaguars at 0-6 Bengals. Jags. Yeah. Min- Minshew Magic. Yeah, Minshew Magic's back. Come on, prove me right. 
4-2 Vikings at the 2-2-1 two, two Lions. Detroit Lions. Okay. I took the Lions as well. And it's they've got to show some grit. Yeah, they you do. You let one get away. Yeah, they this do. This is a chance for you to pull yourself back into that division race. 3-2 and two Raiders at the 5-1 and one Packers. The Pack. Okay. I have the Pack down. I'm taking the Raiders in this game. Okay. I'm taking the Raiders. The Raiders are coming off a bye. They're rested. The Packers are coming off a short week. Real tough game that they just had. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm, okay. I'm making my change on my pick on that one. Okay. I, I have it highlighted differently. Okay. 4-2 and two Texans versus the 3-2 and two Colts in Indy. Okay. Texans will win it away. Okay. I this is the this right here is the deciding game for this division. If the Colts somehow win this game, it's going to come down to week twelve. But if the Texans win this game, they're going to run away with the division at this point because they're the be- they're the class of the division. Okay. The Colts may get a wild card, but they're the class of the division. Two, three, and one Cardinals versus the two and four Giants. Giants. Cardinals. Kyle Murray is going to bring this team to five hundred. I think the Giants are going to win this at home. It's not going to be my much. But I think it's going to be a field goal that wins it. Okay. Have you noticed the Cardinals have been playing differently ever since their owner died? Remember no. how we joked around? We didn't joke around about it, but we had mentioned that, you know, maybe they can re, recapture they can something. Him. They can honor him. They're 2-0 and since his passing. Yeah. They're going 3-0. and Okay. Kyler Murray is going to get his third straight win. Okay. 5-0 49ers versus the 1-5 Redskins. Niners. Niners. Don't need to say anything else nope. about this. I do want to make a note that this will be the first time the Niners. This is the first time the Niners have went five and zero since nineteen ninety, and in that year they started ten and zero. But that was Joe Montana and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't, this isn't a Joe Montana team. Yeah, no, it's not. Two and four Chargers versus the two and four Titans. Tennessee Chargers. Tannehill is going to be the quarterback for the Titans. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going. We're going to get good Philip Rivers this week. Come on, baby. Five and one Saints at the three and two Bears. I love you, Dave. I, but I picked New Orleans. All right, that's fine. Bears are coming off a bye. Um, I I see the defense having a dominating performance in this game. <laughs> I do know Kyle Long is out. I don't want to say it. I saw it coming, but Kyle Long is now on injured reserve. The one thing that does suck is Akeem Hicks is out though for this game. Yeah. Um, but they are going to be rested after the bye. Um, New Orleans had a very tough game last week against the Jaguars, so I can see the Bears eking this game out. This yeah. is going to be a three-point game, four-point game. Yeah, it's it, going to be it's very, gonna be very tight. tight. And um, I don't care who's at quarterback for the Bears in this game; it's going to be a defensive struggle. Is what it's going to be. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I don't I don't see either team scoring more than twenty-five points. No, it's going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah, twenty-four twenty, something yeah. like that. Uh, four and two Ravens at the five and one Seahawks. I got the Seahawks. Seahawks, man, they're at home. As good as the Ravens' offense has been, number one in the NFL. Looking at the NFL right now, I can see the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, yes. If they get that, if they get home field advantage yeah. all day, yeah. there's no no reason why anybody should come into Seattle and steal a game yeah. from them. But the twelfth minute, no, not a chance. No. Sunday night football. Eagles, boys. Eagles, Cowboys. Division on the line, guys. I took the birds in this game. So did I. Because. The Cowboys are falling apart. They're falling apart. They lost. I'm just taking. We both lost this week. But I'm taking who we lost to. We lost to Minnesota, which is one of the top teams in the NFC North. No, they they, they just. They, they were at home. That's the only reason why you lost. Yeah. Not one of the top teams. Give me a break. And then. Kirk Cousins. 
And then Dallas loses to the worst team in the NFC East. Oh, second worst second team. Second worst team. Come on, I always forget about Miami. Miami. I mean, Miami should be a college team at this yeah, point. Yeah, Miami should have been relegated by now. But. So, so you, Eagles. Eagles. Okay, they need it. We need this win. Yeah. Monday Night Football, 6-0. and Patriots at the 1-4 and Jets. <laughs> New York Jets. No, Patriots. New York Jets. You have the Jets winning at home? I'm taking the Jets. I'm riding Sam Donald. Really? Yep. I Do you think after they beat Dallas, they're going to beat New England? Yeah. Okay. The Patriots offense isn't right. This may be the game that they get they get caught in. Now, when we discuss these, um, I'm telling the doings, when we discuss these, we go based off of our picks in our pick'em league. Yeah. But when it comes to the Monday night game, we also include combined points. Yeah. What's the combined points of this game? 27. I have 38. 27 points. I have 38 because I have New England beating the hell out of New York. 14-13 Jets. Really? Do you have Mike Nugent missing an EP? Yes, I do. Wow. Wow. Okay. To end the game. Oh, so it would send it to overtime, but Nugent misses Misses. it with like 20 seconds left on the clock? Yep. Wow. And it's a defensive game through the entire thing? defensive game through the entire game. All right. Le'Veon Bell has a Le'Veon Bell game. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna grind the ball in this game. Okay. Okay. All right. I am sticking to this. All right. Week eight Thursday night football. We have the as of right now one and five skins versus the uh, four and two Vikings. I got the Vikings in this. This is a a layup. You yeah. know, as much as I dog Cousins. Yeah. This is a layup. The the teams that are layups against right now are Washington, Cincinnati. New York. Uh-uh. They're beating the Patriots. Miami. Miami. There's your three. Those are your layups. The Jets are going about... Maybe about, even the Giants. The, the Giants could be a layup team, too. Well, that's if they don't... You have them winning this I week. have them. I do have them winning okay. against Arizona. So, but. The, the Jets are going to... The Jets are going to prove me right. Prove me right. All right. We'll see. Prove me right where the Lions proved me wrong. <laughs> All right. We'll see. Oh, man. So, now that we have finished NFL, probably our longest NFL recap... We're going to be moving on to MLB, which we had a huge thing happen. Wow. Sweep. Get out the brooms. Yeah. We should call Kenny Omega the cleaner. Sweep it up. The St. Louis Cardinals were swept by the Washington Nationals. On Where's your boy Bryce Harper now? Happy birthday, Bryce. Yeah, the Nats won their fourth game on the... On October 14th, Bryce Harper's birthday is October 15th. Yep. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. And this game, this this series was just domination by the Nationals. 100%. Dude, two no-hitters in the first two games going to the seventh <clears throat> against the Cardinals, right? Yeah. Strasburg comes out, gives up seven hits, strikes out 12 Cardinals in game three. Yeah. And then... And then the Nationals come out in the bottom of the first in game four and score seven runs. This series was over. Over. The Cardinals scored six. They scored less runs in this game, in this series, than they scored in the last game against the Braves. Yeah. The Nats are real this year, dude. The Nats are dangerous. We were talking about Houston having a great pitching staff. Dude, 
we completely went over the Nats. Yeah. Annabelle Sanchez, Max Scherzer, and Steven Strasburg. Yeah. That's a great one, two, three. I'd put that three up against Zach Greinke, Garrett Cole, and um, Justin Verlander all 100%, 100%. day. 100%. All day. And which possibly, that's what we might see. We may be seeing it. It all depends on what happens tonight with the Yankees and the uh, and the Astros <laughs> in New York after the rain delay last night. Yeah. Um, there were some highlights, though, in this series, man. How how did only 23 Cardinals get on base in this series, but yet they struck out 48 times? That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Only 23 of them got on base, but 48 strikeouts. The Cardinals were not a strikeout team during the regular season. No. They, they were completely taken out of their that's game. That's averaging 12 Ks a game. Yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible. And the Nationals' bullpen was very strong. I didn't put that oh, down in yeah. my notes, but Sean Doolittle was unbelievable in this series, man. He'd come out. He came out and he closed the first game. He came out in the second game. He came out in the. He was just. He was what they needed out of the bullpen in every oh, game. Yeah. He was unbelievable. Um, good for Ryan Zimmerman, by the way. You know he's been with that team since 2006. He's been through all the low spots. Yeah, the Nats know. have the Nats until this year really weren't. Well, no, they were in the playoffs. They just couldn't get out of the wild card round, or they couldn't get out of the NLDS. Yeah. Now. They're no, going to the World Series for the first time since 32. 33, actually. 33. Yeah. But no Bryce Hopper. Yeah. And all of a sudden, hey, addition yeah. by subtraction. Hmm, exactly, yeah. Huh. I wonder who else We say that a lot, life. yeah. I wonder who else, huh? Um, now, we we are getting into Houston and the Yankees. The game is going to be starting pretty soon because uh, we do record this on a Thursday. Yeah. Um, Houston's up 2-1 in the series. Gleyber Torres, it was his game, game one. Five oh, RBIs, yeah. a home run, three for five. Um, Masahiro Tanaka, six innings, great great pitching, you know what I mean? The whole series changed in game two. Carlos Correa. His walk-off, man. If the Yankees go up 2-0 going into New York, we may be talking about them actually going for the series clinch tonight. Yeah. Because that would have taken all the wind out of Houston sails. Mm-hmm. Instead... Correa hits a home run, ties the series. Game three, you get you get a gutty performance from Garrett Cole. I mean, yeah. the guy did not get double-digit case for the first time since the beginning of August. That's crazy. But gutted out a great performance, kept his team in it the entire game. Houston wins. They're up 2-1 with a possibility of going up 3-1 tonight because I really like I really like Grinky in this game. Oh, yeah. I really like the set. I really like the matchup with Grinky, so... Um, I mean, that's all we really have right now for MLB notes. There is uh something sad that happened in Major League Baseball. Um, yeah. as an Oakland A's fan, yeah, we yeah. are we are definitely known for our facial hair. Daniel Mangdon, yeah. Daniel Mangdon shaved his mustache off. The Raleigh Fingers mustache is gone. Breaks my heart. Mike yeah. Fiers needs to bring back the beard, though. You know, yeah. it makes me feel a lot better. The monkey Mike, tail. Yeah, the yeah the monkey tail. He needs to bring that back because Daniel Mangdon's mustache is gone, man. Yeah. And then we had a huge move of managers. Yep. Joe Madden from the Cubbies found his way to the A's. Not to the A's, the Angels. Angels. Yeah. LAA. Who goes to the Cubbies now? Oh, man. I really don't know. I don't remember his name. I'm blanking on it right now, but I'm pretty sure the former manager for New York, the Yankees. Girardi. Girardi. Joe Girardi. Is looking for a management position. He should have never been let go by the Yankees. No, he might find his way to the Cubbies. It'd be a good move. Yeah, I, I like the him Cubs. As a, the Cubs need a manager. I like him as a manager. I don't know why the Yankees ever got rid of him. I mean, I have plenty of Yankees friends out there. You know, JJ. Why don't you tell me why they got rid of him? Yeah, because I don't understand that move yeah. whatsoever. 
So, we're going to be moving on to a little bit of NHL news. Yep, quick very, round Very up. little bit. Um, I put down here, no more undefeated teams. Ugh. Dave's uh, Dave's Avs fell. It's a good game. It was a really good game. Who do they? Pittsburgh. It was Pittsburgh. Okay, in the overtime. Penguins. Okay. In Pittsburgh. But yeah. Okay. Still. They lost. <sighs> but I put down here um, just a note. Our front runners right now. I put down six teams that are our front runners. Okay. We got the Sabres. Okay. Our 7-1-0. The Bruins, who are 6-1-0. 5-1-0. Sabres are 5-1-1. No. This seven one and zero. You sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, I'll continue through. Okay, the list. continue through the list. Yeah. Um, Boston six one and zero. Then we have the Hurricanes five two and zero. Avalanche five zero and one. The Oilers six one and zero, and the Ducks five two and zero. Okay. So, even though it's very very early in the in the league. In the uh, in the year, oh, they are five one one. My bad. Okay. Oh, I was reading it wrong. Okay. okay. My apologies. Oh, that's okay. So yeah. early in the year, it there's still a lot that can happen, but where's the lightning? Where's the blues? Where's the flyers? I don't know, man. I will tell you this: the West is scary this year. Oh, what oh a, my God! One hundred percent. Hold on, let me let me. As a as you being a Bruins fan, if the Bruins have a chance of getting into the Stanley Cup this year, which it looks like they do, you know I mean, the Sabers I think are going to taper off a little bit. But you always have to worry about the Maple Leafs. You have to worry about the Capitals, the Penguins, the, the Hurricanes. The well, the Preds are in the West, but yeah, it, I'm telling you something right now, man. You better hope the West just beats each other up all yeah. season long. Yeah, because the Avalanche look really good. Even with Grubauer <laughs> not being an all-world goaltender, I mean, you guys are lucky in here in the Northeast. I mean, Halak and, and Rask are playing out of this world. Yeah. Oh my God. And and the teams that I was talking about earlier, some of the big big name teams, the uh, New Jersey Devils, oh four and two, the Rangers two one and zero, oh. the Flyers are two two and one, the Sens are one four and zero. Oh. Canadians are two two and two, and then the Lightning are three two and one. So the Lightning aren't that far off. They're not that far off. They're fourth right now in the Eastern or in the Atlantic, but still, like it's flipped on its head. Like you'd think that the big teams last year, the Lightning, the Blues, would be on top of the pack right now. Well, and like you got the Sabers top in the Atlantic. Again, it's still early in the year. But the one team that's definitely for real is Edmonton, man. Oh, the Oilers are scary. Connor McDavid. I could just watch highlight films of that guy skating on the ice and dancing with the puck around because it's yeah. unreal. He makes everything. He win a gold medal in figure skating. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh my god. Give him a puck. Give him a stick. Give him the ice. Like, just let him do his thing. Because oh, he god. is unbelievable, man. He makes everything work on that Edmonton team. There's a reason why Edmonton is six one and zero, and it's because of the fact that McDavid's got 17 points with 12 assists this year, and he's been giving the puck to James Neal, and Neal's got eight goals. Yeah. But as a Bruins fan, how do you feel about Dougie Hamilton leading the NHL in plus minus this year? Man, I don't you, know. You guys should not have let him go. No. Why? I don't know why we released who we did. I mean, you guys have a good defense, and that's the reason why Halak and Rask have been playing so well, is how strong that defense is. 
But, I mean, Dougie Hamilton, man, he makes things happen. He's on the ice for scoring plays. He's able to get the puck moved around at the blue line. He's a good, 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 good defender. Yeah. I mean, he's not all-world defender. He's not like um, Zdeno was in his prime, but yeah. he's still a good defender. Dougie Hamilton is is a Bork-esque defensive player. Yeah, he I'll can agree create with that. things in the offensive zone and he's good enough <sighs> where he can protect a goaltender and make a play on the back end to prevent something from happening. Yeah. As you see with a plus eight on a plus minus, dude. That make it makes a lot of sense. And he's not even playing on a team that's that you know, people are talking about. The Hurricanes, man, they're six and two this year. They got twelve points yeah. already. Yeah. They're leading the Metropolitan. Yeah. Moving on to the Premiership and a little bit of soccer news. Now, as a Manchester City fan, I'm very upset with our current Norwich and Wolves losses. But we can come back. We're we're five one and two right now with our tie against uh, Tottenham, which you can see ties against Tottenham. Tottenham's a great team. Um, but the fact that they did lose um, due to VAR issues, or they drew due to VAR issues. It is what it is, but the losses to Wolverhampton and to uh, Norwich should not have happened because Norwich is sitting at 19th on the table looking for relegation. They're 2-0-6 right now. Dude, Liverpool is scary. Liverpool is 8-0 this year. Liverpool is sitting on top of the table with 24 points. Man City is following with 16, with Arsenal close behind at 15. And the table is on its head this year, dude. Man United is 12th on the table. Leicester City is back in the top four. Crystal Palace is at six. Burnley is at seven. West Ham's at eight. Over Tottenham. This table is on its head. Be it, we're only eight match weeks in, but that's eight out of 38. So it's still, we're into the season. We're not right at the beginning of the season. We're into the season. Mm -hmm. So these next few games really are going to matter. Because once we hit about the middle of the season, you're fighting against relegation or you're fighting for the cup. Yeah. But these are where it places you. If it, if you find yourself in the middle of the table at the middle of the season, you really don't have a chance to win to win the uh, yeah, to win the title. Yeah, but there's still top three. <clears throat> yeah, there's top three, but it's not like there's a first place, second place, and third place. It's the cup. No, I understand that. Yeah. And I mean, Bayern Munich's in the same place, man. Yeah, Byron's at third right now. They're, they're in third. We're gonna right. jump over to the Bundesliga I right mean, now. Seriously, you know, four, four, two, and one. Okay, they're one losses against the team in Hoffenheim, who's relegated to the middle of the pack. Yeah, they're at twelfth right now. You know what I mean? It's like the same frustrations you're having. Yeah, you're having. I'm having. Yeah. Okay. I mean, a lot of my family are Dortmund fans. Yeah. And Dortmund right Dortmund's now sitting at eighth. is sitting at 8, but they're only two points back. Yeah, but if you also compare the Man City oh and the Bayern Munich, they're they're on the same level. Yeah. Because we have Aguero, Lewandowski, Sterling, and who else? Um, and you look at our goalkeepers. Um, we have, uh, oh, why am I blanking his name? Edison. And you have Muller. Noya. Noya. Yeah. Noya is probably... Is- <laughs> Let me rephrase that is the greatest goalkeeper in the league right now. Yeah. In the entire world of football right now. I don't get it. I don't get it. But that's the fun thing about soccer, man. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, uh, us Be being- it, I would love to see City three-peat this year, but I think it could be Liverpool's year because Liverpool is a solid team this year. 
Liverpool has picked up so many great players over the year. It's it's scary to see the the players they have right now. They have Salah, Mane, Becker, Van Dijk, Adrian, Firmino, Elliot, Vandenberg, Keita, Origi, Shakiri, bro. They're Fabiano, uh, Fabino. They're stacked. Their entire team is stacked. And I mean, this is. It's not just this league. You're looking at it like look at the Portuguese league. Yeah. You know what I mean? Benfica and Porto both have 18 points, right? They're not in first in their league. Yeah. They're chasing right now because they both have losses. It's like soccer has been crazy. And I mean, sporting right now, I don't know what's going on with them, man. They're 3 2 and 2. <laughs> but Benfica has is 6 0 and 1. Porto's 6 0 and 1. It's just such a it's such a weird, weird yeah. league, man. It's been a weird start to the season, and like you said, it's not even really the start. You're starting to get into the meat of the schedule. Where you're yeah. starting to get your you're starting to get into your your UEFA matches against other Champions League contenders. Contenders. You're yeah. starting to get into your 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 League Cup, you know, runs where <coughs> the people who are at the top of the pack need to start separating themselves. Yeah, and it then is, and then. If we want to talk about the Spanish league, okay, the Spanish league has always been the same on the top three. It 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 hardly ever fluctuates when you have Real, Barca, and uh, Atletico. It's those three top three, eighteen, sixteen, fifteen right now. Real has five wins, three draws. Barca has five one and two, and Atletico has got four three one. All solid teams. Yeah, but there's no outlier in that league. Whereas in the Premiership, there's an outlier because there's the eight and O Liverpool, and then there's the five, one and t- uh, yeah five one and two Man City at number two. Yeah, it's crazy. Now I want to talk about a little bit of uh, sports uh, soccer news, where El Clasico between Madrid and Barcelona was meant to be held in Barcelona this year, or for the beginning the first one was meant to be held in Barca. But considering the issues with the political riots in Barcelona right now, it's been moved. The October 26th, um, the uh, El Clasico is being decided if it's going to move to Real this year. Really? Yeah, so they can avoid being caught up in the riots and having a riot during that game. Man. But we don't talk politics. So I just wanted to report on that, and we're going to move on. Yeah. But I think we're it. I no. think that's it for, for sports this week. Um, check, 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 and check. Yeah. Where Great we week of sport be? this week. Yeah, it was a fun um, week in sports. Yeah. Basketball started. I'm not going to talk a lot about that. No. But the Celtics are looking pretty good this year. No, they are. And they signed Jalen Brown. To a contract extension. No, he didn't. No. Who was it they signed? No. Jalen Brown went for four years, $80 million, and it wasn't enough for him. Oh, really? Yeah, he turned it away because it wasn't enough for him. He wanted more than $80 million. He wanted more than $20 million a year to bounce a ball down a cart. I don't know what to say. <coughs> Big egos in basketball. That's why we don't That's, what that's why we don't talk about basketball. I don't enjoy the sport. I never have. Well, aside from college basketball, but that's a whole different story. March Madness, man. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Yes. But I think that's going to end... This week's episode of sports. Yeah, I we've hit on everything we need to hit on, and I beat up on my Swiss cheese Falcons for a little bit. 
it was a pretty sad week last week for the Atlanta area, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That's why I named, if you guys noticed last week, the, sh- the episode name was The Fall of Atlanta. Yeah, well, the, the fall shall continue yeah. because Atlanta Falcons are just Swiss cheese. Yeah. And the winter is going to be even colder. Oh, it's going to be bad because winter is coming. Yes. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate all your comments, concerns, questions, and your feedback or everything. Everything that you guys say to us means everything to us because you guys are the ones that help us grow and help us build this show more and more and more. So I want to thank you all so much for listening and doinks out doinks out.